This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. So we're holding over here, actually in the middle of a shtickle. There's, it's on uh, page 491 uh, is the beginning of the shtickle. It's a Torah Samincha. Talmud Rajba, a long shtickle about the Ramazim and Saitis in the Mishkan and the Kalov. And it gives uh, a whole understanding of what each of these elements, what they what they all are. And the piece we're holding is 493. It's the last part of it. And um, a little more obscure, and he says so. We'll try to make our way through it. For Im Kalzeh, Ye Soid Niska Venel Mishkan and Kalov, Little Dosh Barabim. Um, so I'm not sure why he printed it. I guess he, he's relying on people not to learn it. You'll understand all the different um, measurements in Mishkan. Now, he doesn't actually go into any of that, but... I think what he means is that the, that there's a reason why there has to be an exactitude to all of these things. Why it's so so um, specific. <laughs> so you have. Physical items have um, properties that when I when I have the right combination of metals, it's it has this and this strength, this and this flexibility, this and this um, mag- magnetism, and so on. Different items, um, different physical uh, items. Possess properties that are called tsuras. The word tsura here means a property that is not the thing itself. It could be a color. It could be. It could be strength. It could be anything like that. And it has to be exact. In other words, for metal to have a certain strength, it has an exact measure and and and, and so on. There's something missing. It, you won't see that uh, come out specifically. So um, let's take a, a, an example, biology. Proteins um, have properties because one of the reasons is because they fold in a certain way. It's not only a chemical composition, but they fold in a certain way. If it's slightly off, you don't get the properties that you would expect from it. So all physical items, in order to get the next level of properties, need to be very specific. If there's something amiss with some of the vital organs, you don't have at all a tzura of a person. When you have... You, you can't have mix and match that the properties associated with one type of chaymah will go on to another chaymah. 
So unless a person is physically matches up what a human being needs, you're not going to get the next layer. In other words, personality and, and content and so on. So then when, when the body is perfect in terms of you know, whatever is necessary for its composition, it's going to start growing. It, it will get the nefesh at samachas, which is the lowest type of nefesh. Then you get the tenua of the ruach, which is emotion. Once the guf has that nefesh in it, now it can have the nefesh asichlis. So it's like a series of, um, you know, dolls within dolls. The, the, every single layer requires so Let's take a simple example that we can that we can relate to. If I want to have something, if I want to have um, a Zoom session, so the computer has to be has to have all the parts that a computer needs, and that gives me the physical computer upon which I can have a program written and a program executed. And now this program will um, will actually create these pictures. So you have layers on layers on layers. Each one is a prerequisite for the next one. A physical computer that is fully functioning does not will not yet be a platform for Zoom. You need to have software on it that's fully functioning. Um, the software needs to have uh, the hardware. So the goof and the nefesh Hashem is the same. If, if I don't have the physical goof that's a prerequisite, there's nothing coming. If I have a physical goof and I don't have the um, the, the nefesh in it, the nefesh tzomachas, there's not going to be the biological nefesh is not in it. We're not going to have the emotional nefesh and the ruchnistic nefesh and so on. Each one is layered on top of the other one. Um, the so there are three layers in, in, in a person. So, so it's piled up one on top of the other and so on. That's true about a human being and his Just like the um the person will you won't get an ashama unless everything underneath it is is in place you must have a platform in this world that's fitting 
Kikola Mishkan, Mirseo Kroshev, Kroshev, Rikhov, Abu David, out of Kulo Dugmanianis. Now, I, I want to point out something which is um, very, very significant over here. Let's go back to the marshal of a person. A neshama, we believe, exists independent of a guf. So when I talk about the prerequisites for having a neshama, I'm not talking about prerequisites for the neshama to exist. <laughs> I'm talking about the prerequisites for the guf to have a neshama inside it. In other words, to, if I want an neshama to be here, unless the guf is it has what it takes to have life in it, and unless there's a life force in it, there's not going to be an neshama in it. So we're talking about the 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 what it takes a neshama to be in a person. The same thing hashras hashchin in this world is only possible when you have what it takes to have the shechina there. So that means you must form and shape the tachtoinim so that it becomes a kli kibul for yoinim. Just like by a person, there are three layers. So the Mishkan was prepared in a way that it can have the different layers of it. Um, I, I, um, let's, let's talk a little bit about a Nimshelfred, a Marshalfred, which which I think is important to understand it. The um, we had a Rebbeinu B'chayi before by Moshe um, Rabbeinu and the Snan the Giluyim. A, a person's first understanding of Alikus starts with Seichel and Das, understanding Kifi Erech and Seichel. It then goes to Ruach Hakodesh and finally to Nevoah. These are all layered one on top of the other. Um, an idiot can't have a nevuah. Um, yes, it does say that Bismar as uh, it was given over to Tipshim, but to Shaitim. But whatever it is, nevuah is a deeper understanding that lies ensconced in a more physical understanding. So just like um, when we when we teach children abstract ideas, it starts with understanding it in a physical form. And uh, so if a, if a child asks, what is justice? So the, you, the first Muslim idea is, if you hit somebody else, um, we will, I'll hit you. Um, so that's, that's a very graphic example of, of something. But in, in graphic terms, in physical terms, it sort of portrays the concept of justice. As a child gets older and the more refined, he begins to understand more the idea behind it. That's the same thing. The shechina to be in this world requires layers. And there's anon, there's esh, and kara So these are progressively higher envelopes to contain the shechina. 
each one is a guide to the next one. So now he asks so you ask the obvious question, well, Maimon HaSinai, so you see, could be done. In other words, normally you learn that Hashem chooses not to do, and, you know, he only he only wants, it, where there's a Mishkan and everything, so over then he wanted an exception. Then we could, we, could, we could live with that. But he's telling you it's impossible. Everything for something to be called a marker for something else, if we, it does, there's prerequisites. Where was there Sinai? So he says it's not Daimon. Why? Um, so he says, first of all, this Maimon was a Maimon Ponim al Ponim. There never was such a Maimon, there will be such a Maimon. And that's why they could not. And be So he's answering, he, he seems to touch on two, three different akudas, which in different ways um, address it. The first one is he says, so I think what he means means that it didn't require I, I didn't it didn't require seeing and the hearing Akadish Baraku within a different context. I had it myself, um, which is something that never will happen, never happened. It happened once. It's as opposed to a normal gilui is Akadish Baruch Hu is some place, Kabiyocho. Akadish Baruch Hu is in, in the base of Migdash, in Haramoria. Let's go up to the mountain and let's greet him there. So, Ki'ilu Akadish Baruch Hu is in a Makom, and we are um, we're going there. In Har Sinai, there was no Makom. Akadish Baruch Hu connected to us. In, in Beis HaMikdash and in Mishkan, HaKadosh Baruch connects with a place, um, and here is Panim Al-Panim, a, a unique amendment. That's one the could that he seems to say. Then he says, That's why they were overwhelmed, because it was not firmly entrenched. Um, let's, again, let's give a dogma, a simple dogma. If let's say we we have a lot of background information on a certain topic, and we know a lot of the hakdamis, and then somebody comes along and adds to that, or makes a point of that, we usually um, can understand it. Whereas if if let's say somebody comes and he, and I and I have to deal with a dozen new pieces of information. Um, I can't do. I I I, I lose it. It's when 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 a person says a share about something that I have no familiarity with, and every single point is a new point. It just um, it, it it overwhelms. So here also it was an overwhelming experience because there was a lack of this. So this seems to be a second teretz that Akadish Baruch Hu can appear in different places, 
but as far as we're concerned, it will blow us away. Um, then he says a third point. Now, it's very hard. I don't. I don't know exactly. Is he saying loizu afsu? Is he saying all of them? I'm not sure how how it is, but these are the points it makes. The third thing he says, there was these three things were there also, albeit in a different form, but they were there. So the, the different Nikudas that he's saying <laughs> seem a bit to be to each other, the different approaches, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't have any way of, of, of really knowing what the Pshat over here is. But the points are really important points. Now, once again, let's go back to, to, to because I think this is where it's most relevant for us. Whenever we try to understand things that are abstract, not physical, concrete things, you can go with layers. You can say, you know, a person understands a certain level of mufshatus, um, of abstraction. Now, once that level became something familiar to the person, he can do the next one. He can do one after that. If you try to jump from nothing to something very deep, so let's give an example like a lambdas. If a person has never been exposed to lambdas and his thinking is extremely um, physical, you know, kind of uh, only tangible items. If you try to go very deep, it just no shaykhis. It's it's it, the ideas are just floating, and they're not really something meaningful. If the person has been osik in lambdas in understanding, and he builds up a certain level of sophistication, that becomes the bedrock for the next level and the next level. So, so things that are far from us need to have these different layers of understanding. And therefore, um, um, these, are, these are the different layers, Merkavis, that Akash Baruch needs to be shaykh in Then he says another point um, regarding the, the Maimir Sinai. The Choma she Siga called by Samaim Ragod of Akadish, Ade Haroda, the Ressus Vizea, the Siva Yeka Coloma Shaba Machne, Oxiva Yaram Vainu Vayandu Mirochik. The Holzea, if Nishle Sigo Amitas Mitsusoi, a Saga Gmura. So he's adding, I think, uh, another point of Hezbe in the sense that. Um, they did not. They the yira the 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 is because it was these were ideas and understandings that were beyond them. In other words, anything the klal is anything that I can assimilate within, that I can understand, assimilate, and and take possession of it doesn't scare me when i when i'm overwhelmed by something i'm scared i i don't have it it's bigger than me that almost the literal translation word overwhelming the 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 the, the grasp of a Baruch Hu 
was being overwhelmed by it, not um, uh, not assimilating it, not drawing it in and assimilating it. The Allah's Lord she sigwa sagimur of Siv Kamala Arts there as Hashem, Oksiv Kimikotam Agon Yeris Hashem, if Tirois and Hashem is Barsha Siginovi Enes Quator is God like the Shasham and Kovish, the Khan of Loyharod of Loyresses. So you find this type of expression that there will not be you find it, Lamarshal, Bisalachti Bisaychem Rashi says, I'm going to walk and you won't be scared of me. Um, what does that mean? What, what's, what's the point of it? Like, well, what does it mean that we won't be scared of it? I mean, does it mean our Kurdish Baruch Hu will make a nace, will give us volume, will um, tone down the fireworks? What, what, what exactly do we mean over here? And the answer is, it's it things that overwhelm us, frighten us. Um, we, we are it, it, it's something which we can't wrap our minds around, becomes something that overwhelms by definition. If our minds are expanded, and we can understand and include it, then we don't have the reaction. Of, of of this, so it says the Rashi says in Jashir, will with us, and we won't be scared. Do not be scared is the result of having the ability to to in, include the Dvar Hashem in our mitzvahs. Um, so, so it, it's it's a result of having a bigger capacity to understand. so what I do get a little bit a sense is even though we're not going to have the physical achanis that a Mishkan has, the honor, the Eish and so on, those are a gather of a Merkava Fakadish Baraku. So there's some element of prep. It's not something that's going to be within us, but it will be Mitzara Kadish Baraku. Beholzers will come to, with some layer of um, of the uh, Achana. Okay. Yes. How does this fit with the Musag of Zakili Van Vayu after uh, uh, Kriyas Yamsov? It seems like they weren't overwhelmed, they weren't Hachanas and things like that. Um, so, so Zekeli means um, it's it's an identification of Hashkacha that this is what is um, you know he's the one who's saving us. It's clear to us that's Meisakesh Baruch It's not understood really to be a sagat fisakesh Baruch No, he's a gilevakesh Baruch in terms of what he is. In 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 in, in Kriyas Yamsuf, 
we saw the ultimate in how HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, saves Kal Yisrael, cares for Kal Yisrael. That's, that's what we saw. Aloich Hashem Alekecha, we were aimed on an, an aimek in what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is and his ratzen. HaKadosh Baruch Hu spoke to us, he said a noichi, which, which is a gilui, and he told us what his kaviyachal ratzen is and chachme is. So that's, that's the difference, I think, between the two gilui over here. Okay, the next one is an Abarbanel, and he speaks about the Indian of learning Karbanas Bismanazeh. There's there's Nakedas or Lechayel say very similar things. In general, the Abarbanel a lot of times includes chunks of Akeda, um, um, sort of uh, without attribution. It's we understand correctly that was not it wasn't unusual. And by the component, this piece is very similar. So a person can say, you know what? What's the point of it? I mean, they know how Allah is not a gear. Every single, all of these mitzvahs and, and in Yonim have a stakeholder. In other words, the tzivri of what to do is a polyate of it. But knowing what to do also means we understand we understand what it is, how it is, and so on. So the theory says it's not the how-to manual as much as it is what is manual. So um, all of these inyanim of uh, uh, all the inyanim that is galen teira, maisa is something that brings out the chachmavana, but the chachmavana law is the core of sefer. For the chayin hayamashi dana yom inyanim mishkem kelov imrimazayim moylon yomazayim. And that's why knowing and understanding Mishkan and, and everything about it is as is as significant to us as when you could do it. So learning and understanding it is gives us the Havana and the Tfisa. so he puts in a line here. 
Just like the Maisa, the point of the Maisa is to give you a sense, a feeling, an understanding, because a, a Maisa evokes an understanding. So to the Etzim Limer over here. So, so this is the explanation of all the chazal of if a person is uh, if, if you if you learn korbanos it's kilimakiv korbanos and, and so on. I want to um, point out a thing about the ma'aseh here. So it does sound like that Bemis we could do away with the ma'aseh and just sit and learn. So if a person is loy so he has the skull and the avana and all these things, he might be missing this nekuda of the year that comes out with the ma'aseh and so on and so forth. That, that's what's saying. And this was a complaint against much the Rambam. The Rambam sounds very much like that. That that the purpose of all the mitzvahs is is just to understand and to know and so on. So I I, I think it's important to to, to 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 put a finger on the word knowing, in 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 the sense that we talk about over here. If someone if someone tells me, uh, um. If someone gives me information and I memorize it and I can get a hundred on a test, I can spit it back, that's called knowing in in English. The um in Lushen, in, in, in in the sense that we're talking about it here, knowing means knowing to be true. I know that he's a Ghanaf means that I believe it. It, it's, it. it means that I recognize this as being true. It, it's a hakara panimis. It's not just so if somebody tells me a fairy tale, then I can, um, and I can spit the fairy tale back. In English, that's called, well, I, I know the story. But in Lashon Kodesh, I wouldn't use the word yadia and so on. What it means is this thing is real to me. I, I, I know this to be true. I recognize, maybe recognize would be the best word for it. I recognize this as so. If a person, so if a person has mitzvah he sits and he has tefillin to wear, and he knows all his tefillin backwards and forwards, and he knows all kisverizal on, on, on tefillin and backwards and forwards, he doesn't wear tefillin. So the person he, he knows the stuff, but he doesn't he, he does not really note fill it. He's not he doesn't recognize it as an emis. Um, and and therefore a person who has a chance to do a mitzvah and is not doing it, then the knowledge he has is memory, it but it's not not the way we understand it to be. And therefore, um any mitzvah we could do and a person doesn't do, it's 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 a mockery. Then then the then the knowledge he has is just like just like if a person studies anthropology and he can tell you about all the minhagim of a certain uh, tribe somewhere, 
and how they chase away the ghosts and the spirits and what they do to appease the gods, he could tell it to you flawlessly. But, you know, he, he obviously thinks it's, it's all nonsense. So I wouldn't use that word that we're talking about, the Lahaskil and Ladas and so on. But mitzvahs that we don't have and we chalish to have, like, like the Karbanis, and so on, then the knowledge itself can become that. If we learn it and we treat it very, very, you know, if, if it's something that, that we inherit, then it becomes something that 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 is it talks to us. So so um, any mitzvah that we can't do, and we learn it because it's emis and it's right, then we have the Bible that talks about over here. Is it a okay. fair assume? Is it yeah, fair well, to I, assume? Is it fair to assume that there's still all being said? There's still a keilu there, meaning that you, if you just learn it, since we can't do it. There still has to be some kind of kilu, or I assume no. Well, it says kilu. The the I guess so. The I, there's a story about a rebbe. I forgot which one. That you know, they're very macbetite fish Friday night, and there was no fish. They didn't have any fish. So instead, he learned mamari zayer about fish. When he finished, he went to wash his mouth out. So so I so I guess that Kilo is a real Kilo. I guess in his in his Kilo it's it's Kilo Kilo. But uh, <laughs> yes, it's it's never as powerful as the Mysa, but the Mice evokes, but at least there's a mockum for it. Okay. It's